When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody. It's me, Alistair Trombley Birchall from the Two in the Think Tank podcast. <laughs> I am here to say that I am doing a comedy festival show called Alistair Trombley Birchall, uh. No Relation, at the International Comedy Festival in Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> um, it starts the 30th of March and it goes to the April 23rd. Yes. And it's going to be like the kind of shows that I would do with Andy, but not quite as good because I don't want Andy to think that I don't need him. <laughs> Um, and so that and you know I'm going to come along and watch and sit in the front row reacting emotionally to the quality of the show that's right yeah and so then but then speaking of shows that I've done with Andy me and Andy and have teamed up with stupid old studios Mm. (laughs) um, which we are directors of and we are going to release some of our old comedy uh, festival shows on uh, the Stupid Old Studios um, YouTube channel called Stupid Old Channel. Mm. Uh, and that we will release Magma next week for everyone on uh, on the YouTube channel. It's the same place where you can get Gamey, yes. Gamey, Game. Yes. Uh, it's out from behind uh, the paywall. And also, Peeking yeah, out. And also what, what, is, what is Beck's uh, new project? It is Comedians, uh, comedians Cutting cut my, hair. my Hair. Comedians Cut My Hair. And apparently there's a new episode of that coming up soon. Um, so go there to check that out. But then, then the week after Magma is released, we will release Teleport, which actually nobody has seen yet, except for maybe mm. a tiny little clip. Mm. Uh, and so that will be out there. And then you can watch it and enjoy it and then use it as promotion to... Uh, to stimulate your own interest to come and see my live show at the comedy festival. This is the longest promo we've ever done. Man, if except you for watch, when Andy if you tries watch to promote those specials one thing. And you think, God, I'd love to see this, but without Andy in it. Yeah. That would I mean you're you're the man, you're the perfect audience for for Alistair's Yeah. Um, that's right. Oeuvre. As and I would love speaking- this without the complicated <laughs> sentences that Alistair forces Andy to read um, to it's- do as the lines because I can't say them <laughs> or I can't say them in a way that is satisfactory to Andy. <laughs> I also can't say My the simple... inscrutable whims. <laughs> I also can't say the simple sentences in a way that is satisfactory <laughs> to Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're making it sound like I have this impossible taskmaster, but I mean, really, I just, I just want the words, the key words of the sentence to be said in the right order, Alistair. What, what a slave driver. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking um, of stupid old studios, next week we are recording some live comedy specials there um, with a lineup of comedians, including oh yeah. Alistair Tremblay Virtual. Oh yeah, and I'm if you like, Monday. if you watch. Uh, the show, which won't be out by then, on the channel, and you think I'd love this without Andy, and also I'd like it in a different format where I only see I only want a little bit of Alistair. Then you should definitely buy a ticket. We'll put a link below this. You can come along to Stupid Studios and watch some live comedy. It'd be great. Oh my yeah, god, really we've good. Promote, we've promoted for so long. This is like so the longest long. we've ever done. <laughs> Um, all right, we're gonna... uh, hello and welcome to Two of the Think Tank, the show where we promote things. We yes. just promote our I, other projects. I don't know if you heard and... me do a sound, right? But it was the almost the exact opposite of the sound <laughs> the sound that appears at the beginning of Home Improvement done by Tim Allen. When he's not in his oh, Buzz Lightyear wow. role, yes. um, where he would go like that, and that's an outward sound, and I mm. did it inwardly like that. So yeah, you know, I mean, I, I guess the 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 pure way it could have been opposite. I would have gone like that going in still. <laughs> like yeah. That. So if you hate Home Improvement and you program um, television shows, maybe. 
consider getting in touch with Alistair to ask mm. if he has any ideas for sitcoms. Maybe yes. one called Home Disprovement or yes. Homewrecker. Or, or Out in Public Disprovement. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work out the name and then we'll work out what the look, show Eddie, is. Look, we may as well figure out what the show is now and, and use it oh. as a reference. It's about a guy who's... who's uh, <laughs> Trying to get along with everybody in public. <laughs> and he's trying to come to terms. I uh, know he's, mm. he's, I guess he's trying, mm. he's very effeminate. Mm. Uh, you know, because he, and he's coming to terms with. Um, how well he gets along with his teenage children. <laughs> how long he gets, exactly, in public. In public, what about this? It's, it's, it's DIY. Australia is a DIY nation. We love a bit of DIY. Mm. What if it was for some reason? What? Uh, um, what if it's the government? The government is deciding to that they're building a new parliament house, new government house, new parliament house buildings, but yeah. they're doing it DIY. They're building it themselves. So the prime minister and all the ministers of the government are building their own parliament house. It's a horrible idea. It's a horrible <laughs> sketch idea. <laughs> I was just trying to think of what is the opposite of DIY, right? And I yeah. went to like... So do-it-yourself is when you build your ha- yeah. home yourself. It's for private people to build their own private residences. What would be the opposite of that? It would be public figures building a public, a pub, doing public works, building a building. And yeah. then I, I said what I just said to you, and then well, I regretted I guess, it. I guess the opposite of DIY mm. is just paying somebody to do to yeah. to do it. But then, yeah, the, but, but then mixing. Mixing the two ideas together. If we're trying to get quantum here, rather than mm. just going for opposites, one or zero, I guess the opposite is one zero, which would be paying somebody who doesn't know how to do it to do it for <laughs> you. Yeah, right. Yeah. So hiring somebody else, another unskilled renovator. Yeah. To yeah, and it's cheaper. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's well, cheaper than paying a professional. <laughs> You know what's cheaper than paying a professional? A paid DIY, you know. Yes, um, and then it's the, called DDIY. Don't do it yourself. Yes, and then I guess the opposite right. of, and then the opposite of that is yourself being a professional and then not <laughs> doing the work. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Or or doing the work in an amateurish way. I think when you hire a somebody a, a somebody to DIY it, though, what yeah. you would need to do is you would need to hire a couple, right, to come and live in your house and renovate mm. it as if it is your house. So they do a full renovation, going through the emotional journey of renovating the as inevitable if it is struggles. Exactly, the inevitable struggles that result in their relationship. Um, you know that. It, it's 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 filthy. They have a very limited budget, of course. That's the great thing about it because, you know, if you could get well, somebody else to DIY your house for you, they have an incentive to keep the costs down. Well, I mean, they already the do have a limited budget because you're paying them so much less than Well, a, yeah, I mean, that's, that definitely regular... adds to the verisimilitude, certainly. <laughs> oh, man, we got to start using that word a lot more in this, in this podcast, verisimilitude. Yes. Did very I say it wrong? Similar attitude. Very similar um, attitude. Yeah, verisimilitude. Verisimilitude. That's one of those words where somebody sat down one day and was like, what's the most fucking complicated word I can justify coming up with? I can Um, tell people it means something. Yeah. Okay, wait. Look, can we just say it's the um, higher, like how would we just say, you know, higher DIY? I mean... I don't personally 100% need the them living in your house. Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and where do you live during that I time? I think you're still living in your house as well. But they're, yeah, okay. they're playing out the renovation thing around you, right? And you sort of you work around them, but they're there living amongst you, ignoring you, pre- treating you, I guess, like a ghost in your own house. You get to feel like a... 
you know, you, like you're haunting your own house. They don't acknowledge sure. your existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your house is doing a, a self-renovation. It's just not yourself doing it. Yeah, I like that, Andy. I like that. I like this ghost, you know, thing. I think we'll be able to get people who love horror movies to watch this sketch now because yeah. of this this ghost feature. You know, I think I like the way that you're you're integrating more genres into this sketch idea. Could it's one of them solve, cuisine. you know, be sitting in a sort of a a dark PI's office, you know, with light just coming through some Venetian blinds, mm. maybe in the house, maybe that they've installed partially incorrectly. Um, <laughs> and then somebody comes in and they say that there's been a crime that they need them to solve. Yeah, great. Or, or a, a fella done them wrong and they yeah. need them followed. And that a way dame, they can a real using classy broad. This and then using this uh, this money from the PI thing that they're doing on the side, they can get a little bit more mm. money to finish to complete the uh, the renovation. <laughs> I need to solve this crime so I can finish the bathroom. Be great and get paid. You know, yeah. It's. I mean, how could this? How could you like it? It would be great to have a barter system where you're a private investigator and you're trying to get your house built um, without having to exchange any money. So you need to find exclusively contractors who've got some sort of mystery they need solved. Mm, And then as you make progress on the mystery, they'll do more work on your your tiling, your... (laughs) Your bathroom. You bring them every some time photos. you have a breakthrough. Yeah. They, you know, do another square meter of of tiling application. So, so you have to come to them with your new breakthrough, and then before revealing what the breakthrough is, have mm. to barter out a new part of the of the. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, right. You know, I was like, all right. I was like, well, I think you're going to want to give me a full sink out of this and install it and do the plumbing on the sink and maybe even this the cabinet. It's the new genre of, of films. It's called Renoirvation. And <laughs> it, it, it takes place in an imagined universe where there is no money, but <laughs> people exchange services. And follows a <laughs> private investigator trying to finish their um, house makeover. Yeah, and so he's got he's got his wife on his back about getting these reno, renos done, mm, mm. but he's also got to satisfy the um, yeah the builder to get him to finish the thing. And so there's a, there's a real work triangle. A nice. A nice work triangle. Well, a nice hate I'm, triangle. I, mean, I'm I in a hate what, triangle. What, I don't know I what hate the somebody, but they don't is. hate me. They hate someone else. This is a new thing I've come up with. It's a hate, hate triangle. <laughs> <laughs> My enemy is not doesn't doesn't dislike me. I loathe them, but the feelings are not reciprocated. Yeah. They loathe another. Their their bile is is okay. given to another. I need their, I need to their bile is pour, poured upon. Mm, um, their, now, um, how does this work? Okay, so wait, a love triangle is when I love somebody, but they love somebody else who loves me. Is it better to call it a loathe triangle? Do you get more so, out yeah. of it having I mean, a um, having a not you know a similar slightly similar sounding word? Yeah. Um I think that that I think Andy, if if you can get anything out of this, that feels good. Okay, so we've got a loathe triangle. Um, so let's, yeah. for example, okay, uh, so um, I mean, this you keep lo- trying to do things to win their loathing, yeah, but it's 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 never enough. They still they still feel either indifferent or <laughs> because they're I too mean, maybe focused. indifference would be pro would be progress. They uh, really quite like you. They find yeah, you they charming. Really like you at all. Yeah, they like you completely. I mean, mm. it could be somebody who is, you know, actually quite it could be like a, a person that you're in a relationship with who you, you realize <laughs> that you don't want to be in a relationship with anymore and you're trying to get yeah. them to end it because you're also a coward. Yeah, yeah. 
That's right? true. And so, but then so there then, needs to be a third person in the relation. A, a yeah, third yeah. Person so then, in the loathe triangle. So then they love you, but then they hate um, your new neighbor Cynthia, who mm. who you quite who oh, no. who sh- they're jealous of, and they think is trying to steal you from them. <laughs> right, but actually, <laughs> Cynthia hates you Cynthia because because of hates how you. <laughs> because of you know how you keep your lawn and yeah, okay, great, and uh, yeah, you know you fun. park your car in front of her house, mm. um, and uh, things like that. For some reason, when I initially I liked tried it to th- before, yeah. oh yeah, no, you go. No, no, you hit me. You hit me when you liked it before. No, mine's nothing. Mine's nothing. You go. No, I mean, initially, initially I was like trying. When when I first thought of a, a, a loathe triangle, I was thinking it's like, oh, I, I, you know, I'm I hate a person. Um. Oh no, no, I, I think I was gonna say I hate a croissant because mm-hmm. it. You know, does weird stuff to my tummy, right? Yep. <laughs> so maybe I'm gluten intolerant or something like that. But then I couldn't find a way in which a croissant would hate a person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you certainly made it. You made a rod for your own back there, Alistair, by starting off the idea hating an inanimate object. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to spe- we're trying to hypothesize a new form of relationship called a loathe triangle, mm. and it's already hard enough to work within the constraints of that that system. But to make one of the part, one of the vertices of the loathe triangle a croissant is. <laughs> Making it so unnecessarily (laughs) extra level of difficulty. Yeah, I'm going to complete this analogy on God mode, which means I just thought that mm. you know probably like in a way that you could maybe make a croissant using almond flour or something like that to actually get get through this problem for this guy. Um, Maybe you could you could also substitute something for loathing that the uh, that the croissant could do. You know. Uh, uh, the croissant version of loathing. I mean, yeah. giving you an allergic reaction, would that count? That could happen if you substitute mm. almond flour. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But then that's that's not a, still not a really a feeling that the um, – that the <laughs> it's coming from the croissant. The croissant kind of, experiences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't mean you ill. Yeah. It's – that's a shame, uh, well, I mean, I think that okay. No, then no, I challenge no, you to come up with a better version. No, of I mean, Russell Lothing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look, you know, to, to come up with a better one uh, uh, is is very difficult than coming up with at least something that seems like anything. Mm, yeah. Mm. All right. Well, let's look. I've written down loathe triangle. Uh, I've also written down you know I, I, barter renoirvation. I thought um, before when you said you completely like someone, I thought that was a very funny idea. The idea of it's, you know, when you love somebody, you might love everything about them. Mm. But but the idea that you would like somebody and like everything about them without without that tipping over in any way into love, sure. but that you <laughs> – I don't know if anyone has that unconditional like, you know. Yeah. Or even like unconditional like a little bit. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I like that person a little bit unconditionally. I'm partial to them. Unconditional. Unconditionally partial. Mm. I would would favor them in a small and significant choice. Without question, I want to spend a little bit of time with them always. Uh Um, Yeah, man. While we were talking before about the noir renovation thing, I had a little idea that made me feel really happy, and I've since. But you wrote it down. uh, Just read it off the piece of paper that you wrote it down. No, I didn't, Alistair. No. Just Andy, just read it off the piece of paper that you wrote it down on because of, because of course you you know that you know no idea will oh, stick in your head. At this any point. one, this one, I hate. I the other night I woke up and I had an idea in my head for a perfect 
two sentence story that would be like <laughs> completely satisfying in two sentences. <laughs> Forgot it. I was like, I don't need to write this down. This is so good. There's no way I would forget this. Gone. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Could have made um, me. Could have made me. I could have Andy, been that. I know. I know. You could have been better two than sentence um, guy. Better than that two sentence guy. You know, you could have been yeah. better. Because, I mean, you know, people would have thought, well, remember how that other guy wrote wrote a, a story in one sentence? Well, this is twice as good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a long read. This one's for if you want to stick around. This is the uh If you've got extended... an afternoon off. I've done a Reader's Digest version of that uh, baby shoes never worn Uh <laughs> <laughs> Never worn one. It's just the words "dead baby." <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's good. I mean, I guess I guess you actually don't need. I mean, I guess if you just written, oh yeah, I was about to say unworn dead baby's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> For sale. Dead baby never lived. Do you think I mean, it's not a story dead. if it's just like um, if it's just? I mean, uh, if, if there isn't anything that you unpack in your head. Well, I think you do unpack something in your head with that one, don't you? Oh, not with the, yes, but with one where it's just like the words "dead baby." You're saying that perhaps that's yeah. not a story. I mean, I mean, technically, dead baby does have a story to it, and there is something that gets unpacked. You know what if it was this? Yeah. Uh, uh, a baby. The words. The words. A baby, and then brackets. Dead. Close bracket. <laughs> right, because that's the, exactly the same version yeah. as you know for sale baby shoes. Right. So far, yeah. so normal. Even even fine. Even cute. Right. Yeah. Even adorable. Brackets never worn. Right. Suddenly sad. A ba- it's, and this is the same baby brackets <laughs> dead. It's so sad because you know they were gifted so many shoes at the beginning, and the babies grow so fast that they just didn't get around to putting these ones on. <laughs> it's very. It's a story of waste. Yes, the tragedy of you know, and all the things that you get given. Um, because people focus on the baby, which is the cute, exciting thing, but really, it's probably the mother who needs more um, care at that time because she is devoting so much of herself That's to right. this newborn child I at mean, the expense really... of her own identity. I mean, really, Oh, it's great. Also... More things for the baby. Thank you so much. Yeah. What do you think would be a nice gift for the mother at that period of time? Shoes? <laughs> mother shoes. Mother, mother shoes. shoes. Never worn. <laughs> <laughs> It's also sad. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, also, what about this? But for sale, baby shoes really worn out. Now, really? babies, some, babies some. don't walk. Babies can't walk. <laughs> What's going on? The soles are worn through. <laughs> oh. <laughs> From all um, the running that baby's been doing. Yeah, that is also pretty spooky. Um, it is spooky. I baby think that's very shoes spooky. really worn out, worn by a man, stretched out <laughs> by the foot of a man. <laughs> one one on his big toe, and he would walk on point like a, <laughs> like a ballerina on his toes, oh, wow. but wearing like a, a single monk. baby shoe on his, like a Shaolin monk. You know those Shaolin monks who do like, you know, they do push-ups on like one finger or on their thumb one or something finger. like that? Sure. But yeah. their whole body weight. But they these ones, they just uh, they, they walk around on their big toe <laughs> whilst wearing big, uh, wearing baby shoes on them. Yeah. Um, but also, for sale, mother's shoes, some baby spittle spilled on them. <laughs> Uh, vomit sure. is what I meant to say. You see, yeah, baby vomit on them. That means the mother never wore them. 
but the baby was alive and born. It's definitely less sad. The, no, I, mean, um, I think that means I think it means the mother died. Oh, okay. The mother died in, in childbirth. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, you're right. God, she was wearing very shoes. Good at, was she wearing shoes? You're not very good at unpacking at stories, eh? She wasn't wearing any she shoes. She wasn't, shoes a mo- she wasn't a mother at the time. She wasn't ah, allowed to wear these cool. shoes. But the, but the but they've got baby vomit on them, so the baby. The, yeah, so where, while the dad's later. been raising the baby and trying to get rid of these shoes, he got he and he <laughs> was doing a terrible job. He spilt baby vomit on it, He's trying to feed the I baby baby I'm, vomit, a big bottle of baby vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what they that's what comes up anyway. What comes? What's out? the difference? A lot of the baby vomit is just milk. You're you telling can buy me it's that not second hand. You're not you're telling me it, that you, that can't go inside a baby. Well, that's where I got it from. <laughs> For sale, baby vomit. Still a lot of milk in it. Hardly Fairly. digested at all. All right. Now, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> We're driving people away, Alistair. We are thinning the herd. <laughs> that is a great. Um, that is a great collective noun for listeners, by the way. A herd. A herd, a herd yeah. of listeners. Oh, that's good. H e a r d. No, you wish. H e u r e d. Like the French for er and er erd. H h e u r r e d. H ah. space H <laughs> H space H <laughs> Just so there's no confusion with the other words. I don't like it when you ask how something is spelt and then people say it's spelt like it sounds. Oh, cunts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you spell cunt for me? It's spelt like it sounds. Well, you sound like a cunt. <laughs> yes. I'll just write down your name then, shall I? <laughs> um, I would never say that. Oh. Shall right. I? Michael. M Y K E L. Oh my M Y K L. Right, fucko. Um, oh, fucko is a good word. Fucko. fucko they should, the they should, in the next Batman movie, the Joker should use the word fucko. Oh, it feels yeah. like something he would say. Well, if you if we get darker, if we get even darker, the next the next Batman is going to be completely dark. It's going to be a full black film. No oh, white. They should have a they should have a an Aussie version of the Joker called the Larrikin. And he could he could call people fucko. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Batman down under. Yeah. <laughs> Still got all the same villains, but just Aussie versions. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we got the Riddler, but this one's yeah. the, 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 the guy with a couple of cheeky cheeky, cheeky cues, I don't know, cheeky quessies. Mm, it? It's Dave Hughes. It's Dave eh? Hughes. We got... Uh, it's Dave, Dave Hughes. Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> we got... Uh, you know, the you like the Penguin? Well, you're going to eh? love... The, you, you like the penguin? Oh, you're going uh, to love the ibis. The fairy penguin. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> he's, yeah. He is. Uh, well, you remember like Matt Stewart tiny. did a, a joke about this. He's like, oh, you know, Aussie superheroes. And then he has, instead of Batman, they'll have. Wombat Man. Wombat Man. And then, he's, then he says, and then instead of. And then here's another one. Instead of Spider Man, Redback Spider Man. Nah. <laughs> And then, and then that was a great and, bit. And, and then, uh, and then he has the the uh, the he had the uh, the the Batman will, will make up Batman Aussie, but he'll have the Aussiest 
name ever. Bruce Wayne. Yes. Which is perfect. It's very good. It's a it's perfect. perfect. But this perfect is a different job. bit. This is a completely different bit that I'm doing here. Sorry, I know. Which I is know, about what if instead the of Larrikin superheroes, what if supervillains were Australian? I know, of course. It's completely of course, of different course. bit. Andy, I know. And it's got the Larrikin instead of the Joker, and it's got Dave Cues yeah. instead <laughs> of the, the Riddler. <laughs> Oh. And it'll be played by Dave Hughes. Yep. But do you think? <laughs> do you think Carl Barron is Australia's greatest comedian? Um, I haven't watched much of his stuff, but it's consistently going viral. Oh like, man! Yeah, bits he of is, his. I think I had an I had a I had a theory recently mm. because you know how I have my theory that being a comedian is a is a way of sort of crossing cultural and class barriers mm. um, the the quickest, probably. Maybe a bodyguard yes. is the other way, right? And so you get ac- <laughs> you can get access to the upper tiers, the upper echelons of society by becoming a good comedian because they they put you on, you know as the entertainment during, you know, like the White House Correspondence Dinner or something like that, you know, that kind of stuff. And so if you were a foreign spy or an alien who has taken human form, ah. <laughs> the quickest way to get access to uh, to the upper echelons could be by, you know, having your spy agency or alien agency. Um yeah. Train you up, help all work together to become a good stand-up. Well, this is. Um, and I, I mean, think this is, Carl this goes all is the either way. a spy or, <laughs> or an, an alien. alien. And the reason, my other argument for it is that he doesn't hang out with other comedians. He's That's all true. On his I've own. never heard of him doing a, a like a lineup or anything like that. I mean, I yeah. guess he doesn't need to. But I've ne- yeah, you're right. I don't think I've ever even seen a show of his advertised anywhere. Uh, no, I know. All he and does I'm, is go. Do huge shows nobody knows about and go viral. That's right. And I even know somebody who was running a room and he walked by the room as the guy was flying out the front and he goes, Oh, we're doing a comedy night. Do you want to get up? And he goes, Nah, thanks. <laughs> Why would a comedian yeah. not want to get up and do a comedy room? Oh. Because I've got a, I've got a few ideas. <laughs> I mean this is but this is this goes back to the the jesters of your Alistair. Yeah, yeah that's you right. You know, of course you could be some schmo and then you get performing directly for the king. You're crossing all those class boundaries. And and I guess it's because rich people aren't funny. Right? That's right. There's they're not funny. I mean, pr- they're funny when, when they're really rich and they're completely themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, that's true. But not on stage. <laughs> and they're also pre- not prepared to... Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Have their um, their peers laugh at them? That's right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's <laughs> one of the things they they hate the most. So, so they're never going to do it. That's right. Mm. Um, do you, the do you think- idea that I had before that yeah. I was so desperately trying to remember and I thought was great? It's not that great, and it's made me lose confidence in whether or not my two sentence story was actually uh, all that good after all. But my idea was like. The word classy, right? You can talk about things being classy. Yeah. But, of course, things can be lots of – unless you specify what class, mm. we don't we don't know. You could – oh, she's very classy, working classy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's very classy, uh, sort of cube-like with one big hole that you can sort of go into and put a lot of drawings on her insides, just paste it up on the inside of her skin. <laughs> 
What are you talking about? Children's drawings pasted up on the inside of her skin. And uh, there's a lot she's of She's a desk. classroom. Is that what you're saying? She's a lot like a classroom? A lot like okay. a classroom. Yeah, she's very classy. She's very classy. School classy. <laughs> she's like, I yeah, mean, this, was a, I mean, this was a classy girl, I'm telling you. <laughs> How classy? <laughs> well. Dr. Vinnie Boom Butts. Um... Write it down, Alistair. What am I writing down? <laughs> what am I writing down? Well, if it were if if it were up to me, I'd you'd be writing down the words "working classy." Okay, yeah. but I don't know if that's enough of anything. So you could also write down "school classy," which is a a person that you could walk inside and have a class. Stick pictures up on the walls, oh, children's drawings oh, up on the inside of her skin. Paste it up on the inside. Look, I'll just write the working classy one because mm. it's me just trying to fuck up a joke. You know me. You know my tendency. Oh yeah, no, you want to fuck it up. Like, fuck like up Matt had Matt saw something the other day. I was been I've been hanging out with Matt a little bit because of because uh, we're 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 trying to work on I'm trying to I'm replacing Andy and because uh, we're both working on comedy festival shows and um, that's great. Um, Andy, don't say that like like you really think that. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Um, and uh, and but Andy, Matt, Matt saw something. Um, uh, we saw a school called uh, it was something like you know, uh, Edward Edward Bank, right? It was a school called Edward Bank, right? Now he was thought that there was something in that, right? Now I could only think of the f- the fucked joke, right? The joke that isn't really a joke. It's like you see it as a joke and then I go, oh, here's what the joke would be it's if, if you fucked it, right? Mm. You go, so it's a school called Edward Bank or whatever. And you go, I mean, what is it? A, a school or an Edward? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, 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 um, that's much less fucked than the idea of a person being a classy and being like a classroom. But, yeah. and I, th- I think that's a joke. I think that's something. Is Matt going to do anything with that? Is he using know. that? Bit? I mean, that was the joke I was like suggesting it. But if it sounds like one of those jokes that I would suggest and then and then the no, no, nobody in the crowd would laugh, you know? Ah, uh, yeah. Sure. The crowd. Oh, so the crowd's got to laugh now, do yeah. they? Andy, I am getting a tax return and it is one of the greatest things that's ever happened, right? You've received a tax return before, right? Yeah, yeah. And and it is so wonderful. And you know what's great about not having to pay money but and then actually getting it back? <laughs> yes. Is you go... That's tax-free, uh, that money, by the way, know, as well. Exactly. That's the thing. You go, <laughs> so I can just have this money? And they're like, yeah. And they go, and I don't have to pay tax on it? And they go... It already was tax. You go, oh, and and just tell me well, I can and, keep but, all of no, it. No, but how about this though? About how about this? Do I have to submit an invoice? No, <laughs> yeah, no. We just put it in your bank account. You go, whoa! <laughs> but I don't get it. This is un- this seems crazy. It's like is that you allowed? already, you already, you just paid too much. You go, mm. Fuck! I made a good decision at some point. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this doesn't sound like really me. Good. Alistair, yeah. I think the listeners deserve to know how much money you're getting back. In your Andy, it, it doesn't. It's it's not okay. It's actually not okay. It's because the year before, because during the, the, the time before, during the pandemic, I had paid a lot because I had fucked around. I, this, the, the, the government allowed you to take out your superannuation. <laughs> And then it was at the beginning of the, the 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 crypto bull cycle, and then I started just you know during lockdowns or whatever, I started seeking high dopamine <laughs> things, right, high stress things, and so I started watching fighting, <laughs> so that every every week, every day, my body thought it was in a fight, <laughs> and so I was maxing out, I was maxing out all my, you know, and so when I wasn't doing that, I was gambling with my, my my future savings <laughs> took out my my uh, my future like my retirement income yes <laughs> and so and i was putting that into um into crypto 
and just buying and selling and buying and selling. And every one of those is a taxable event, right? Mm. And so money was going up, money was going down, money was going up. I sold, bought and sold somewhere um, like, you know, so every time it's, it's so that I, I did that to like, to the, cause it was like $20,000 that I took out of my super. Mm. Right. And then, but it was buying and selling and that's my, anyway. And so I bought and sold so many times. It was like $250,000 worth of buying oh, and selling. Christ. <laughs> like, you know, um, that's the total value of all the transactions. Yeah. The total value of all yeah. the transactions. Right. But out of that, there was. There was a bonus, right? So there was like thirty thousand that maybe wasn't lost. <laughs> yeah. But on that, because it's just buying and selling, you have to pay capital gains tax, which is fifty percent. Whoa. Right. Yeah. Wow. So a mixture of that, and my a lot of my work being invoice based, <laughs> mm. right. And then also uh, me hitting a certain peak um, point in income meant that I owed, at the, at the end of that tax thing, $30,000 to the yeah, tax wow. office that year before, right? And part of that was because I, I went above a certain threshold and I had to pay $10,000 of my university uh, oh hex. wow! <laughs> right, so so then I had to be like, I gotta find that money. But lucky, I still had just like, even though the crypto had already gone down, <laughs> uh, I could sell a bunch of that and then basically most of it, <laughs> and then pay off my tax. But the year after, because when we work in the arts, we have that weird tax averaging thing. Mm. Um, so usually, you know, if you just have a really bad, big year like that, I think that means that even though this year I didn't really make that much, uh, I think I made, basically made enough to cover my tax with my, uh, cover my income with my tax or whatever. Something happens in there and I'm getting, let's just say I'm getting like, like five grand. <laughs> um, and so... That feels like a miracle. That's, You're getting you know, $500? No, five grand. Whoa. I don't know. Yeah. I, it feels very weird to broadcast. <laughs> no, but I, I think, I think I, especially after that story, I think we needed to hear it. We needed yeah. to hear the number. Yeah. That's really um, great. Um, it, it's a little bit buy more. Some crypto? A, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm feeling really good about it right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it when heaps of exchanges are collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyway, is there a sketch idea in that? <laughs> Let's see now. Tax return. Oh. Uh, well, but, what about yeah. somehow you could get time a time return and all the time you spend fucking around with stuff during the year and then at the end you get you like get a an week extra day back <laughs> i mean yeah. what how would that work how would you be able to get like this would you know this would actually have to happen through a this could happen if mm. if we had um if like there was a public vessel that we had that was government owned mm. that that the government could put you on it's a just a ship <laughs> and they could yeah. shoot it up into space and take it to close to the yeah. speed of light and then you could sure. go away for an extra week <laughs> yeah and and come back and you know, I guess they would make it work somehow. <laughs> Wait, I think if you went away I, close to the speed of light for a week, for what is a week to you, <laughs> mm. I think that actually you would come back and like 3,000 years would have gone by. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I don't think that actually works in the way that I was hoping it was. What if it takes you, it gets you, it gets you, slows you down But I mean, maybe that absolute... is getting you an extra week. If If everybody else has aged by a week and you haven't, 
that mm. is kind of like getting an extra week, right? Because that's an extra week of your your life will extend relative to everybody else. It's not like you get to do any more stuff, but you do get to watch people. a lot of people die earlier than they would have otherwise. And that mm. maybe that's the greatest gift the government could give you. Yeah. <laughs> Outliving. Yeah. Outliving, Outliving everybody. I guess you get... Yeah. You just get to be a week few, few further in the future. You get to dance on a few more graves. You get to, <laughs> It's a. Uh, I mean, because I mean, sometimes if you feel, sometimes I I could imagine, right? I I know that there's probably a lot of sadness in becoming a centenar centen, centenarian, hundred year old cent, centenarian. Yep. Mm. That's when you. I'm a centenarian. <laughs> <laughs> I have the. The upper body of a normal man, but the legs, <laughs> Lower body, the legs of a hundred-year-old hundred year old old man. A <laughs> hundred-year-old horse? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I think just having the legs of a hundred-year-old is very funny. Uh, but... Yeah, maybe a hundred-year-old horse is pushing it too far. Yeah. No. Um, um, centenarian. Centaurinarian. Centaurinarian. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean that that I guess that happens in a um, in a lab. That's um, you know, not as many labs look like a sort of a big castle on the top of a cliff these days. That's true. You yeah, know? that's that's been a big change. When you know, I guess a lot of the research has gone public these days, mm. or at universities. <laughs> Rather than That's sort right. of one guy, but it's just the the incredibleness that those guys back in those days were able to get so many kind of like um, of those like bulbous uh, glass tubes and things like that, you know? Because yeah, you know that, that would all mean that glassware, to, all that glassware to that... have to blow all your um, blow your own glass, I guess, or you have to know a guy down in the town. Mm. Yeah, but and then just, he's got to get all that glassware up all those steps without it breaking. Oh yeah, even just a horse and carriage up that up the cliff face. Up, you know, up, not up, up the, the cliff rickety face, cliff face. But, yeah, but even even if it's along a you know a dirt road, it's a great and idea. Like that. By the way, uh, it's riding horses up cliff faces. It's a new sport. <laughs> it's you you're on the back of a horse and the horse is climbing a sheer cliff. Uh, so it's. Is this? It's like the opposite of sort of um, of horse abseiling. <laughs> yeah, that's a great great way to visualize that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a picture, horse rock climbing. Yeah. Well, just picture horse abseiling and imagine yeah. the opposite, and then go backwards, and then reverse yeah. it. You put that now. Put that thing down. Flip it and reverse it. Hmm. <laughs> Now, how how would you put, put the the harness down? Put that thing down, that idea. <laughs> now flip mm. it and reverse mm. it. Because um, I guess you're picturing. That's I guess if you're picturing the horse abseiling back to cliff. <laughs> yeah. Right. Is that how you were picturing a hor- an abseiling horse? I mean, I was just basically picturing a horse being dangled off a cliff. I wasn't picturing anything very. But you don't p- picturing its legs of detail along the wall. Oh yeah, no, but, I was. But doing just that. picture yeah, this, definitely. like, because because if you want, let's say you picture the harness of the horse. This is for mm-hmm. the one climbing, right? Yep. There's a there's a, a rope at the top, right? Maybe it's got a, it's attached to kind of a crane, like a the kind of you know kind of crane with a rope. Anyway. And but the harness is kind of goes over the shoulders of the horse in between the legs, and mm. it really is lifting, you know, basically hovering. Anyway, you're sitting on the back, and yep. you're, I guess, just strapped in your legs. The harness, you know, the legs are kind of strapped in all the way underneath, they're strapped to each other underneath yes. the horse, yeah, um, <laughs> sure. And and you're just holding onto the reins, but they're really more attached mm. to the to the uh, to the rope, right? So now and then sure. the horse kind of walks up a little bit, but really the crane is just pulling up the horse. Yeah. Now I see. I'm not satisfied with that. I need the horse to actually be climbing, and I don't okay. want there to be a rope above the horse. I want this horse to be doing lead climbing, right? Where the horse is, there's no rope above. You've got to hammer, you or the horse has to hammer in the little 
um, pinions into the rock as you go. You're taking your own rope. Um, you are. It's it's not good. The hooves are not built for gripping. They can't do it at all. It's why. Yeah, but that's what about why goats? it's funny to me. The scrabbling of the hooves. Yeah, goats. I mean, they really throw a spanner in my works here because they are incredibly <laughs> adept at doing exactly this thing with hooves. <laughs> but I, think, I mean, I think but, that, but it's a cloven hoof, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it's the design of the horse, the distribution of mass. Yeah. And I think the fact that you're on the horse's back, all of these combined to make it a really psychotic thing to yeah, try and imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what about a four-leaf cloven horse? I mean, <laughs> cloven goat. <laughs> Coof. God damn it. <laughs> ah, fuck. Four-leaf cloven ho- hoof. Alistair, I love it. <sighs> Write it down. Andy, I reckon we've got five sketch ideas, Alistair, such as You're they right, are. Andy. And I You're think right. we should go to words got from four, a listener. Five sketch ideas and an in-depth uh, description of Al's tax. Uh, can't wait. Mm, Am situation. I writing up um, horse uh, horse rock climbing? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> this is this is and this is still. I to think. You know that period of time when people were using, you know, um, 3D rendering to make just messed up videos of like those ones with the guys flopping around all over the place and doing weird dances and stuff. I think if one of the people who was behind that could also do me a video of a a horse climbing a cliff with a man on its back, the man can be flopping around if you want. That's how you... Just before we go, before we leave this idea, I just want you to picture the horse abseiling, but it's horse dangling again from a rope mm. uh back against the cliff yeah right? okay and man sitting on the inside <laughs> of the on the horse's under belly the, under the facing, belly yeah facing down and holding on to the legs <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, horse okay, absolutely that's, that's fun that's yeah. fun <laughs> <laughs> Now that's you know that's another animation they could do if they're doing that. Yeah, great. Four leaf cloven <laughs> hoof. I feel like I don't know uh, why, but I feel like a four leaf cloven hoof would be a for a swimming goat. Sure, webbed, webbed foot maybe. Well, the, I think if you would you know if the they're leaves, they're leaved. Mm. I think that they're they're sort of these instead of like a hardened. Uh, sort of uh, nail, sure. they would be a sort of a wide kind of lily pad style, um, you know, toe, lily toe. Swimming goat. Swimming goat. Um, all right, Andy. Well, I guess we'll go to three words from a listener. Now, today's listener is Caleb Devick. Caleb Devick? Caleb, Caleb Devick. Devick. I mean, Caleb uh, has uh, only you know only been a, a, a list, you know a a, a, a a contributor to the Patreon for a few months, and but but he's so quick on the trigger to resubmit words that we are already back, um, and so you know and and we we do have a few words to get to at the moment, but. I just you know I I I love I love when people submit either side tank ideas or. Or three words from a listener. It's great to um, you know to just have stuff to uh, to get to. So please mm-hmm. do that if you're uh, you know you haven't submitted for a while. Um, now, Andy, do you want to try to guess what the first word is? Yes, hairless. Oh no, 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 it's not. But you could picture a person who's hairless doing this. Uh, <laughs> it is bondage. Okay. <laughs> Uh, bondage. <laughs> uh, uh, the second word is domination. No, Andy. No, you couldn't oh. be further away from it if you tried again. Um, but no, the second word is James. Bondage. James bondage. So the third word is bondage again. Bondage. James bondage. Now, Andy... I'm going to say that you guessed the word correctly because you did. You did guess the word correctly, and that is very good. But Wow. But when I was writing down bondage for the second time, I actually misspelled it. 
So on a technicality, you're wrong. The word is actually bong gauge. (laughs) I apologize. It's bondage James Bong Gauge. This gives me a great idea for a... um, a stoner James Bond, Bong, James Bong, and he is high all the time. All the time, he's high. He's a spy. He's, uh, this, I mean, the, he's this show, this he's movie, yeah. writes itself. Oh, absolutely! Because I mean, the government, the government mm. legalizes recreational marijuana, and uh, they nationalize it, right? <laughs> Not, oh great. Okay. You know, and so then the uh the the uh security agencies have access to its secret power. You know, mm. you know under under uh, Her Majesty's uh <laughs> you know it's it's you know uh, Her Majesty's uh you know blessing. And so then yes. you get James Bong possibly yeah. having to protect um all the uh it could also be a, a something like the Fast and the Furious, where like the guy's so good at driving cars, the police recruit. Is that what happens? The police recruit him because he's so good at driving cars. They recruit him to go undercover as his own police. I think he car. was already a cop. He was already a cop he, who was also. But, good but at because driving he's cars. good at driving, they right. they recruit him to go undercover as a street racer. Maybe I was thinking of Armageddon. Where they're so good at drilling holes into things, they recruit them to be astronauts. That's true. That's right. (laughs) But uh, in my one, then uh, there's a guy who's so good at smoking bongs. Right. Then there's a there's a ring of um, stoners who need to be infiltrated. So they get this guy, and they train him up as a spy. Because they, yeah. it's it's actually easier to train a bonghead to be mm. a spy than it is to get a spy to develop a really high tolerance for That's right. marijuana and, and, and for bullshit conversations. Absolutely, and it's because um, the problem with infiltrating a, stone, a stoner group is that they're so paranoid. <laughs> yes, and so they will be able to tell straight away if you can't. If you're not one of them, and that's why they need um, to they, they need to hire a real bonghead, James mm. Bonghead. <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's an idea. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm calling it right now. Yeah, but do we want to try to get something in with the bondage as well? I don't know if you want to because I did kind of fuck up his idea, <laughs> his three words: bondage, James Bondage. Um, uh, let's see. Like, uh, well, I mean, we know that James Bond likes sex. Yeah, he likes a true. lot of. I mean, it. there is also there is so we know that there's um, that you know some people sexually enjoy there to be this kind of pain aspect. It's a it's a thing with mm. control. Uh, but what about a kind of a form of bondage that is more for discomfort? Ah. <laughs> you know, they they they. Bondage, discomfort, sadism, and masochism. Like it's kind of like a thing where they, they, you know, they have, they put a bit of sand in your sock. (laughs) I'm sure there are people who like this. Like a bit of of sand in their sock. Um, Mm. They, uh, or they, they They have, uh, they, extra big and, um, and scratchy tags sewn into your t shirts Mm. and underwear. They give each other really dry eyes. <laughs> yep. Um, um, discomfort. Sexually, just kind of fanning some dry. Do they have warmth. a Do they have a safe word? Do they still need one for when things get so discomfortable <laughs> um, that they can't that 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 it becomes unsafe? I mean, yeah. I look. I don't know if it ever becomes unsafe. Mm. So, it would have to be a uh, something else word. Um, let's uh, see. What's a kind of a lesser form of safety? When you need an itch. Um, uh, an itch uh, word. Um, a lesser what? form of safety. Is there a word for something that's like, a, you know, like... Um, well, I guess but it's when you just want to feel a bit more comfortable. It's like a snug word. 
Snake word. That's a, that's quite good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, um, yeah, yeah. I apologize I'm, that this I'm running is... out of ideas, Alistair. I'm running out of steam here. I apologize that my idea was a little bit weak. <laughs> no, Alistair, that's not it. I mean, but it is one of those ideas where that I love, and I'm always proposing, where it's what if we had a more mild version of a thing yeah. that already exists? Well, but in, but then and in then, order for comedy, you kind of need a more extreme version of the mildness yes. somehow. Yes, extreme mild. <laughs> We yeah. invented a new kind of mildness. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, do you think you could have an extreme mild chili sauce? Maybe. I you feel know, like, like custard is extremely mild. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, sometimes it is too sweet, and so in that way. But, yeah, I can see what you're saying. But, like, something that is not too much anything. Mm. But... Mm. But also, like you know, like if you if you tasted something that was perfectly balanced in flavors, yes, that would almost be too good, and so that's not mild. Well, so I mean, what if it was balanced in all flavors? Be balanced in all flavors, like, but also not man, not that good. I, I want to make a food that has all the flavors in it. Somebody like, should do that. You know what's a good version of kind of something that's. An extreme mild in terms of flavor is like unbuttered popcorn. Oh yeah, because it's you know it, it kind of it almost is nothing. <laughs> like well, I mean, you really, you're every just every flavor food, food made of every flavor. No, there's nothing. Someone should do it. Every flavor food, it's got every single one in there, all competing. Peppermint. <laughs> Chili. How many would you put in there in order before you Pepper. think you could you could legally say that it's every flavor? I think you could find a way. You just find every 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 food stuff and put you a little just, bit of it each in there. Maybe if you just pick up, if you just swept a fresh food market and mm. the sort of the butcher area and the fish area, yes, and the cheese and wine area, yes, you yes, just good. swept that up, mopped it up, swept it up. <laughs> You sucked on that mop. That's <laughs> yeah. you put it into a big bin, and then oh. you tip, and then you tip that bin into a grinder. I tell you right. what, thinking about sucking on a mop is not making me feel good. <laughs> oh, that would be a that would be a, an extreme discomfort. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, suck it! I know one of the worst feelings that I remember is being is like. Walking around as a kid, finding like a cl- like a cloth that was left outside in the snow, oh. and then putting it in my mouth and biting. Just that that sort of like it's got give, but it's extreme cold, <laughs> and it every aspect of it is bad. I promise you, you might think biting into a frozen cloth that you find in the snow would be good. Well, I promise you it is not. <laughs> it's, 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 the, uh, it's the cold equivalent of sucking on a mop. Anyway, we fucking ended this podcast 13 minutes ago and I'm just... I don't know. Alistair, also, thank you. I, I need to say hello to um, Michaela, I believe, who who I think saw my wife in the Indiana in the supermarket and told her that they, her and her husband love the podcast and listen to it. So hello to Michaela and, and your husband. <laughs> Thank you so much. And then they recognize they recognize my my beloved from my Instagram. <laughs> um, we're gonna go into the song now. Okay, man. Sorry, everybody. You know, I tuned out. At some point, and yeah, didn't it's all help good. I think, in any I think way. we fucking lost it when we started talking about tax. Mm. I'm not sure if mm. that's ever the thing to really enrich a podcast. <laughs> At least until we start our tax podcast. I think it brought us all closer together. 
Andy, would you do a podcast with me where we watch all the episodes? I mean, it's just that I don't necessarily like this form of podcast, but where we watch all the works of uh, Jerry O'Connell. Uh, yeah. I think I, w- I think I would enjoy watching Sliders. I've never watched Sliders. We can but do I that. Think, I think watching all of My Secret Identity would be hard work. <laughs> You'll never guess my secret identity. <laughs> It's that one where he can he can fly, but he can't he can't propel himself, so he uses spray cans. <laughs> he can float, basically. Yeah, right. Yeah, zero gravity. Yeah, right. right but he indeed. also has it. Yeah, oh, I assumed he'd like be some sort of master of disguise, uh, he but he might, can float. He might. <laughs> he might also have super speed or something like that, but yeah, right. um, but not while he's in the air. He has to use spray cans. <laughs> Um, anyway. uh, thanks everybody for listening buy tickets to Alistair's show buy tickets to Stupid Old Studios uh, live performance next week I'm going to be in the go, audience I think you can probably go for free even maybe I'm not yeah, sure if you cool. can uh, to, to the live taping you might be able to might be able to win a double pass definitely I'm going to yeah. I'm going to be there Alistair I'm coming along with Pete oh my goodness I have not had, like I haven't done, been doing that much stand up I've got to figure out what fucking stand up I'm going to do <laughs> Um, You're just working on that new stand-up festival show. Uh, you're working on that show. new stand-up festival show. Um, yeah. Let's end the podcast, Andy. It's been so good. And I'm so glad <laughs> that I was actually recording. All right, let's go. And we love... Love y- you. Love you. Bye, love. Bye. See ya. Bye, Michaela and husband. <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.